Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, Ryan. Welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. I'm your host, Shravan. As usual, we have our co-host, Tarun, with us in Hobart. Hey, everyone. Today's a special episode, not just because we are reviewing a movie called Crazy Rich Asians, but also because we have a guest on our podcast once again, and she's our rom-com expert. So (laughs) generally, we wouldn't review a movie like this, and we wouldn't do it by ourselves, for sure. So we, we needed some expert advice when it came to rom-coms so we have Kavya Kotempali my wife um, who's joining us for the very first time she was going to join us for the nun next week but we have roped in another guest and she's she wasn't happy about that so I thought you know why not get her in for this one yeah hello everyone (laughs) so we'll start with I guess our expectations for crazy rich Asians Okay, I, I was going to say, have you even said what we're reviewing yet? <laughs> yeah. No, no, I said Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. So we're, we're reviewing Crazy Rich Asians. We started this podcast with the intention of basically talking about superhero movies and action movies. So I have yep. no idea how we've got to this stage where we're reviewing a rom-com. Yeah. I think it's with, uh, good. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're trying to expand our bases. Yeah, yeah, I guess we're branching out a bit. Branching out. And I guess next week's a bit of a branch out as well with The Nun because that's te- not technically what we were out to do with, with this show. But I guess it's good. Yeah. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. What what we, We'll start with each of our expectations. I'll start with mine. My expectations for this, for this movie were uh, not very high because... The last, the first time I knew anything about this movie was when we saw that poster before we went to watch, uh, I think it was Hotel Transylvania 3. I'm like, yeah, look at that movie. Imagine us reviewing that movie. To be honest, we just came out of, we came out of watching Hotel Transylvania. So <laughs> like our standards were already quite low then. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, imagine that. But then when this movie came closer to releasing, it got a lot of positive buzz it had good reviews and a lot of people were saying it's it's uh, quite a good movie so then i started to think oh maybe it's it's an all right movie and um 
yeah, and then I'll I'll tell you about what I thought about the movie after I watched it in the review. So what what were your expectations going into this movie? Look, I didn't have any expectations <laughs> to be honest. I, I, I didn't even plan on watching this until about Friday when you told me that we're reviewing yeah. this. I'm like, oh shit, I got to watch this. To, I guess to be honest, you you wouldn't have even watched this if I didn't make you watch it. No, no, I wouldn't. Have. Yeah. <laughs> And I put it off, yeah. watching it until this morning. Until yeah. I'm like, are, we, are, are you sure we're reviewing this? Is this happening? Yeah. And yeah. yeah, so I just watched it earlier this morning. Um, yeah, so you're very fresh. You literally just watched it. Yeah, no expectations. I heard it was all right, though. And the cast looks pretty cool from the posters. So, yeah. But wasn't expecting all that much. And you, as a rom-com <laughs> lover... Yes. What were your expectations? I think like watching the trailers, I thought it would be a, a very good rom-com. Um, okay. So it probably, I had like high, yeah, sort of high expectations. Yeah. And I think it met them, but we'll go into that next, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I thought it would just be a typical like, you know, boy meets girl, but with a bit of family drama in there. And it was good to see the cultural side, I guess, of it as well yeah. with the whole Asian culture and... Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's a bit of a yeah. it's a bit of a rom com with a, a, a an Asian twist yeah. to it. Mm. So we'll talk about the story. So it's based off a novel actually. So the novel is also called Crazy Rich Asians. It's by Kevin Kwan. And his intention of writing the novel was to introduce a contemporary Asia to the North American audience, which I guess this movie is also doing that to an extent. And he claims that this novel was loosely based on his own childhood in Singapore. And it has two sequels. So this might not be the only movie we get from this uh, Crazy Rich Asians franchise. It has two novels that are a sequel. So China Rich Girlfriend and Rich People Problems. So they're still about rich Asians, pretty much. <laughs> and we'll, we'll talk about it in spoilers, but I guess there is scope for more movies from this. What was the story? I'll ask you to yeah. give us a a spoiler-free synopsis of the story. Okay. So this story is about a girl and a boy that live abroad. So in, where are they? New York. In, in New York. And they're from Asian families, I guess. And their families are back home yes. in, you know, Singapore. And it's... Whereas the, so the main character, Rachel's, family she yeah. lives in america yeah. so rachel is brought up in, in america new in new york with her mother yeah. and her boyfriend, boyfriend nick young nick young is, has, is is studying or working yeah so he's basically he didn't say what he was doing there actually what he was actually so doing. he was in new york for some reason yeah he's just hitting up girls hitting up <laughs> girls on tinder like, let's find this let's find some yeah. asian chicks yeah yeah, and he basically asks her to accompany him to Singapore to attend his best friend's wedding, for That's which right. he's the best man. Yes. And then she ends up finding out that Nick is, well, Nick's family is just this crazy rich family in Singapore. Yeah. And she basically has to contend with jealous. Fitting in, I guess. Yeah, fitting in with her his family and contending with jealous friends and, and relatives relatives and, and then just family hijinks from there just the fun continues and i think the big plot point in the movie is uh between her and nick's mother so yes. basically yeah. his mother is not approving of her yeah 
the basic plot point is the mum's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, how she deals with bitchy relatives yeah. and friends. <laughs> so we, hopefully we sold you with that synopsis. <laughs> oh, I, d- I think we definitely did. <laughs> it's directed by John M. Chu. I'll tell you, uh, I don't know if you know this guy's filmography. I'll, I'll give you a, a rundown of his previous works. Ooh, so excited. he's done Step Up 2. Oh, yes, love it. The, oh, yeah. Step Up 2, The Streets. And then his second movie was Step Up 3D. Oh, yes. In 2010. There we go. He didn't start the franchise, but he finished it. Yeah. Well, I think they had more after that, didn't they? They have Step Up 4. I have no idea. Yeah, they probably... I think he was a producer on some of them after that. So he was still involved in the Step Up franchise. And then after that, he did the movie Justin Bieber, Never Say Never. Oh, yes. In 2011. What a film. And then he went from that to G.I. Joe Retaliation, the one with The Rock. Secretly love that movie, not going to lie. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but yeah. It's, it's not actually that bad. It's it's not good, but it's not bad. Yeah, keep going. And then two years ago, he did Now You See Me 2. Oh, I couldn't get through it. I, I tried to watch it the other day, but I just couldn't get through it. Yeah, and then he's come to this movie. So he's done... He's done a whole load of things. He's yeah. done very different things. So he did dance movies, then he did a movie with Justin Bieber. Actually, he did two movies with Justin Bieber. He did another one called Justin Bieber's Believe. Apparently, it's a concert movie. They're documentaries, aren't they? So it's like, yeah. So he's obviously good friends with Justin Bieber. Yeah. <laughs> this one is quite different to that. Yeah. yeah, this one's quite different to all of those. So we'll talk about the cast. This has a very big cast, not just the main two. Like Generally, in the rom-coms, it's just the main two leads that are the focus of the movie i feel like this is more like it's more of a family plus rom-com situation Mm -hmm. so it has a lot to do with his family as well so i'll run through the cast and we'll uh, say our thoughts on each of them so the main character rachel chu is played by constance Wu. so for those who have watched fresh off the boat uh they'll be familiar with her so we only recently started watching that and we're really enjoying it actually She's quite funny in that, but her character in this is very different to her character in that. She, in, in that, she's from Asia and she comes to America, so she's very much Asian. In this, she's very much American with Asian background. What what did you guys think of her performance? Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I no, really like, liked her. Yeah, genuinely, she yeah. did well. Yeah. 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 I thought she I thought she did really well. I liked her character. She was like funny. Yeah. She had style. She was, you know, a little bit fierce. In terms of rom-com leads, how how does she compare to like a Meg Ryan or a Rachel McAdams? I thought she did really well. She had style, like, you know, she had character, she was quirky, you know, especially when the family drama got a bit high. I thought, yeah, I just really liked it. Good humor. Yeah. um, Just not your, you know, not your typical like soppy, soppy girlfriend. She had a bit more, a bit more to her, I think. So I like that. The yeah. problem I find with most rom-coms is I just can't relate to the main lead. They generally just make really dumb decisions or they're just not very logical. And I think the difference with this movie is that the lead is quite relatable. I think even for us, um, I could see the parallels because we're from an Indian background, yeah. but we live in Australia. So when we go back to India, sometimes we feel the like we see the kind of things that she sees as well yes, yeah. so in in that way it was more relatable mm. 
the leading man, Henry Golding, this is his first movie. Yeah. So he was a travel show host previous to taking up this offer. I thought he was really good, actually. He was quite charming, is he in any, charismatic. Is he in anything else? I haven't actually... No, no this is his first movie. First film. He did yeah. a great job like for his you know, debut film. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think of yeah, I thought Mr. Henry was Henry was quite good. <laughs> Looks yeah. like he hit look like Henry hit the gym before he started this film. So <laughs> yeah. uh, I think so. He's looking great. Yeah. He's looking great yeah. on the camera. Lots of shirtless scenes. They yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they really milk doing, that. <laughs> he's doing quite well for himself, I think. Henry. He looks almost as good as the other Henry, Henry Cavill. So he does. Yeah, yeah. it's like an Asian Henry Cavill. Asian Henry Cavill. Yeah, I think yeah. so. There was actually talk that he, you know how we'll talk we'll talk about it in news, but James Bond is going through a couple of changes at the moment. Asian James Bond, apparent because <laughs> the the other reason is he's half British. His father's British. Oh, okay, yeah. So he's that's why he has a, a British accent as he's well. He's got a neat British yeah. accent. Yeah, yeah. So they're thinking he might be a good James Bond, but I don't know if he's his acting was good in this, but he's not. Like, he's not an actor. He wasn't an actor before this movie. So I don't know yeah. how good he's... In this movie, he didn't have to do too much in terms of acting. He's probably not in it yeah. all that much, to be honest. He's But for the parts that he is in, he's good. And then we have a whole cast of supporting actors. I guess we should talk about his mother, Michelle oh, I love Yeoh. that lady. So she was previously seen in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah, she's, she's a also in Memoirs of a Geisha as well. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen Star Trek Discovery? You probably haven't. She's nah, in Star Trek Discovery. She's in Star <laughs> oh, okay. Trek Discovery. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I thought she did a great job. I really liked her her character and the way she played it. Yeah. I thought she was actually really good too. Yeah. She's pretty much typecast in that role. She she does that role in everything that she's in, but she plays it well. What? So she's always a Asian mother that's doesn't like like a stern Asian sons. woman. Mm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking more specific. specific. <laughs> Not that specifically, but yeah. Yeah, I thought she was good. We'll talk about more in, more in spoilers. I have some more stuff to say about her character. There was Gemma Chan, who was uh, Astrid, so Nick's cousin. Yes. She was very She's beautiful. <laughs> she was very she, good as well. She was she was good, but I have some things to say about her plot points in the spoilers. Uh, just yeah. to, I, I just yeah. have some things to say. It's she was good though in the role. Yeah. 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 yeah, so she's also British. She's a favourite cousin. She's his favourite cousin, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's in Captain Marvel. Yeah, she she's is. going to be in Captain Marvel. She? Yeah, as in she isn't Captain Marvel, but she's yeah. in Captain Marvel. Okay. There was Aquafina, who oh, we yeah. saw <laughs> earlier this year. Oh, Our Ocean's her. 8 favourite. <laughs> she was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We saw her earlier this year rapper? in Ocean's 8. Yeah, she's a rapper, yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't. So she was really funny, actually. She was a comic relief. I guess everyone, it's, it's, there's a lot of comedy yeah. in this movie, so there was a lot of comic yeah. relief. How good, she was how good is her family, family in general? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just everyone yeah. in her family. Yeah. 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 Especially her um, uh, was brother. It, was it her brother? brother? The brother. The yeah. brother the, what, no, but also the dad. The dad, yeah. Pamafina, is that what they called her? They called him, sorry? They call him that in real life now, because ah, he was, okay, yeah. her name's Aquafina, yes. so they call him Pafafina. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Have you guys seen Community? That's where he got big. He's, oh, okay. what's, he's, he's in the hangover I'm, yeah i'm forgetting his name what's his name Johnny. Uh, his name is ken jong ken jong yeah so funny story about ken jong he went to medical school and was a doctor for like five years 
and then quit med- quick being a doctor to become an actor. And he was on Community, and then he became the Hangover star, and then, yeah, now he does random shit like this. So he's actually a, a doctor, like a yeah, he's a smart real doctor. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And then there's Chris Pang, Who's who he? was... You should know who he is, because he's, he's Australian, and he's in Tomorrow When the War Began. Yes. <laughs> I oh, only he's just the guy that's getting married. Yeah, he's the guy that's getting married. Yeah. So he's Nick's best friend. Yeah. He's also been hitting the gym quite well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I think just everyone in general in this Looks movie, just really good. Except Looks... this one bachelor, this one guy at the bachelor party <laughs> who's just fat. Yeah, yeah. And the long hair, like the shoulder-length yeah. sort of. Yeah, we'll get yeah. to we'll get to him. He's he's Jimmy O Yang. Yeah. People who watch Silicon Valley will know about him because he's in the uh. show Silicon Valley. So he's the guy who organized the bachelor party yeah uh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and he's in the he's in the grooms he's part of the grooms part of the grooms yeah. he's the he's the what do you call them he's the groomsman that they all wondered why yeah <laughs> like but he the, was picked as a groomsman yeah i mean we'll we'll talk about spoilers but i don't i don't understand why he was a groomsman because no one really likes him yeah no one does <laughs> yeah. Yeah. including the including the groom so <laughs> And then there's Sonoya Mizuno. She's the bride. So she's Japanese in real life. So they've got, like, not just Chinese Asians. They've got kind of a a wide range of Asians. Yeah, worldwide, really. Yeah. From all over. There's Ronnie Chang, who's also a... I guess we could call him an Australian because he studied here. He he did law and commerce here at Mm -hmm. Melbourne. He was the... He's Eddie, so he's the other cousin. Who yes. is next in line for the inheritance? Yeah, is much. he the uh, one with the wife and the kids? Yeah, yeah, or yep. the one yeah. that's overly sexually active? <laughs> no, that's no, the he's the one, one with the kids. The, the, the one yeah. with the wife and the kids. The other one yeah. is um, Alistair, played by Remy He. So he's the director. That's uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You remember the director who's yeah. um, dating the actress? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes, I remember yeah. him. Yep. Yeah. He's, uh, he's... Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> spoilers, let's... Yeah. Let's, let's yeah. go with that in the spoilers. <laughs> and then I'll mention a couple of the other, I guess, even more secondary characters. There was his grandmother, yeah. who I guess plays an important role. And there's also Nico Santos, who's a Filipino. He's Oliver, so he's like a second cousin to Nick. And he helps with the wedding a bit. He's kind of like the outsider cousin, and he make he's friends with he makes friends he's with Aquafina. Yeah, he's he's the he makes friends with Aquafina, oh, and right. uh, yeah, and yeah. he helps dress. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I liked him. He was funny. Yeah, I mean, there was a whole bunch of other characters. There There's was, so many um, other characters that we could yeah. be here yeah. forever. There's so many. Yeah. Um, we'd, cast, we'd, yeah. we'd be here forever, but yeah, and the the main thing is there isn't a single non Asian. Character. Except full at the st- yeah. oh, there's there's like there's like random white people here and there, but but it's pretty much a fully Asian cast. I guess we can move on to the positives and the negatives. I'll go through my positives. I thought it was the biggest positive was they really did push the. If you look at the title, the crazy rich Asians. I think the rich part really stood out, and then the Asian part, I guess. But the rich part, just with how grand the sets were. It's just very colourful, and the wedding was also very vibrant and rich. So I, I really like that. And 
the cast was really good. The cast and the performances of the cast. I can't think of one character or performance that I didn't like or that I thought wasn't good in contrast to our last review of The Meg where I thought every performance and every actor was bad. Don't don't listen to what he's saying, Lee Big Big. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and the humour was quite good. So generally with rom-coms, they call it rom-com, but I don't find them funny at all. Like most of them are, are not funny. They're just romantic and they have a, like a scene of comedy. But this was actually... A rom-com because it had a lot of comedy. Some of them can be funny. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's just yeah. my sense of humor. I guess it depends. But yeah. this one definitely, in terms of the humor side, yeah. upped its game. Yeah, I thought, compared yeah. to a lot of other rom-coms I've seen. Yeah. yeah. What were your positives? Pretty much the same as what you've said. All oh, the cast was good. The sets was good. Um, do you know how they had these like little animations through the middle, like when they're taking the flight, and then it's got like going fr- coming from New York to Singapore, and it's got this animation. I thought those were all looked really cool and a bit different to what you normally get. Yeah, yeah. Just the editing in general was quite good. Mm-hmm. It looked, it was just very slick and it it just looked very good, the movie. And the music's actually really nice. They've, they've got a couple of Western songs, but with Asian lyrics in them, which is a good touch. And yeah, I, I liked most, mostly everything. Everything looks Really nice. One of the nicest looking movies this we've seen this year, I reckon. Yeah, I forgot to mention the um the budget. So the budget for this movie was thirty million, and, and can, uh, so f- you can see you can see where they've spent all the money. It's all yeah. And so far, in terms of box office, it's done ninety six million worldwide. So it's doing pretty well, and it only opened up this weekend overseas. So it's been out in America for a couple of weeks. And it's doing really well in America, but it's going to do even better overseas. So what were your positives? Well, probably similar to some of what you guys have already said. I just, yeah, I really liked all the characters. I thought they did a great job. Each role, it was played, I think, yeah, really, really well. And it was just so funny. I loved the storyline. I think some parts definitely were a bit predictable. But I think that's what I love in terms of rom-com. It's a bit cheesy. It's funny. Like, it's a great story. And it's just like a generally like a typical feel-good, you know, feel-good film. Great ending. Yeah. yeah, I really enjoyed it. And, yeah, I agree with Darren. I love the music. It was just, yeah, it was really good to see, I think, just culturally as well, like the all-Asian cast and yeah. just all those vibes to the film. I enjoyed that because it's not something that we, we see, see yeah, yeah. Uh, very often. And I definitely think there should be more of this type of casting and film, for sure, in Hollywood. Definitely the cultural side of things was good. To add to that, whenever they do cast Asian people, it's always a stereotype. Yes, yeah. What we loved out of this movie is there wasn't any any stereotypes and it felt more relatable because of that. Because we're Asians living abroad as well, like Rachel, and it was, we're not Asian as in Chinese, but Indian, and it felt relatable in that sense and they weren't playing any caricatures they most of the characters felt real very relatable yeah Yeah, i love that about the film in terms of the negatives i only had one the movie does slow down a little bit at one stage i'll talk about it in spoilers but there's about 10 minutes in there where i felt it was moving a bit slow and i wasn't i was looking at my watch a bit but it does pick up after that and the whole i would say last 40 minutes of this movie i I didn't look. I didn't look back. So I was um, thoroughly entertained. Do you have any particular negatives? 
I have one storyline that I found was not necessary and kind of didn't <laughs> go anywhere in the movie, which I could talk about more in spoilers. But there was one particular storyline that I thought didn't need to be in the movie. It didn't add much to the movie overall. Other than that, it, it's predictable, as Carvia said. You know what's going to happen in the movie, so doesn't really have many surprises in that sense. But in a way, that's not that bad either. I think a lot of rom-coms tend to be fairly predictable. But I think if you're after just like that feel-good, happy ending, everyone's happy, it's a good watch for that. So negatives-wise, I mean, no, I really enjoyed it. I think there were certain parts that were probably a little bit cheesy um, for my liking. But, you know, it's a rom-com, so that's what you kind of expect. Yeah. Um, but other than that, yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. If that's all we had in terms of non-spoilers, we can give our ratings and then we'll jump into spoilers to I'll give you my rating. I was surprised. It was uh, surprising, refreshing, and I would give it watch it at cinema. Surprisingly, I I think it's actually worth watching at cinema because the the sets, the design, the overall. I think just the visual, the visuals of the movie. Not when I say visuals, I don't mean like CGI. Just just the the colors and the the vibrance of the movie mm-hmm. was really good, and it's good to watch on the big screen. So watch it at cinema. I'm gonna I'm gonna mix it up today and give two two different. What what are we called? Scores, I guess. But yeah, as you said, really good movie. Uh, special shout out to the costume designers as well, because costumes were very good, very colourful. So the rating I'm going to give is 37.5, <laughs> but I think it's a very good date night movie. If, yeah, any kind of date night, it would be great to watch. I say this every episode. So Tyron's scale isn't out of any particular number. It's different for every movie, but it sounds like he enjoyed it. You can't compare his numbers, his <laughs> ratings across movies. Just as a word of caution, if you're uh, joining us for the first time, what would you rate it? So before before you say anything, Kyrie is watching it again this week with her friends. When we walked out of the movie, she said it's the best movie of the year, and it's better than <laughs> Avengers: Infinity War. Yeah. Okay. Fair, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I mean, you guys have a completely different style of movies that you're into, but this is very much up my alley. So I just, I really enjoy this film. Yeah, I don't really have a particular rating system like you guys. So I'll just go out of 10. I'll probably give it a 9. And yes, I am watching it again on Tuesday. So I'm looking forward to it. I just thought it was so funny, so fun, and I would watch it again. And I really liked, yeah, just the way they filmed it and the color, and it was just so bright, and yeah, it was good. Love the cast. So, yeah, I'm going to watch it again. Yeah. I actually feel like going to Singapore after watching this movie. Yes, we actually talked about that on the way home from the movies. Like the way they showed Singapore, this looks a lot better than when you actually go to Singapore. Yeah. It's bloody also... hot and sticky <laughs> and yeah. far out. You just want to go inside. <laughs> yeah, there's this a really good hotel that they show in the film with like this. Marina Bay Sands, yeah. 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 See, we wouldn't be staying that because I don't think we could really afford it. So yeah. <laughs> I think our our experience and that experience Our experience will be, will be a lot more different, yeah. We'll just be sweating on the roads. <laughs> <laughs> just your average commoner on the street, but... Yeah. yeah. So we'll jump into spoilers. If you haven't seen the movie and you care about spoilers, you can go watch the movie now and come back to this point and listen to our spoilers. The first thing I want to say was there was a dialogue in the trailer where he says, um, or she's like, you're like the Prince William of Singapore. Like, you never told me you're the Prince William of Singapore. And it's like, that's not true. I'm more of a Harry. <laughs> that wasn't in the movie, was it? That was in it the movie. Wasn't, it wasn't in the movie, no. 
Yeah. It was in the trailer, though. Yeah, it wasn't in the movie. Ah. I didn't even I... watch the trailer, so I, I don't yeah. remember that part. But it wasn't in the movie. It definitely yeah. wasn't in the movie. See, it's yeah. funny you mentioned that because when I watched the trailer, I thought I must have just missed that bit in the movie. Um, but, yeah. They have a lot of stuff that was probably in the trailer that didn't make it to the, the movie. I guess we'll just go through the movie and we'll talk about whenever I, I'll mention stuff and you, you can just chip in. So it opens with the Napoleon uh, quote, China is a sleeping giant, let her sleep, for when she wakes, she will move the world. It's not really relevant to this movie, but no, they put I, don't it in why, anyway. I don't know why it's at the start. Like, what the fuck's that about? Like, did you just want a quote at the start of the movie? Like, okay, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. But it starts in 1995 in London. I actually really like that starting scene. I don't know why. I just love it how she goes outside and buys the hotel and then comes yeah. back in. Yeah. Yeah. So they're basically kind of a bit racist. They refuse her. I don't know if she did actually book or like she did, she did book and they, and yeah. they just didn't want her. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically they don't let her stay at the hotel. So she ends up buying the hotel. Well, I think the plan was she was already going to buy it. Wasn't she then no. to meet that gentleman? No, I think she wanted to stay in that suite, ah. which is like the best suite, and they didn't let her, yeah. so she just bought the hotel. Do you know what it? Re- do you know what it reminds me of? The scene in Batman Begins where he's in that hotel and he's like in the swimming pool with the models, and they're like, "You can't do this," and then he just writes a check and then buys oh, the place. So it's like it's, hotel. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. But yeah, good scene. And then we get introduced to Rachel. She's an economics professor and she's doing a game theory lesson. And that actually comes back at the end, that uh, lesson that she's teaching. So she she says, play to win, but not to lose. And um, we see that at the end when she plays that Mahjong in Singapore. But we'll, we'll, we'll come back. To that well, do you want to come back to that or can we talk about it now? We'll come back to that because okay. I'll go through yeah. the rest of it. But apparently yeah. that scene is very symbolic as well. And then we get the scene where he asks her to come with him to Singapore. And we see that whole social media thing. Like yes. this this lady walks past and takes the photo of them. And then it yeah, spreads sure. all over the internet. And the like within two cool minutes. Yeah. And then like within two minutes, his mom knows about it somehow. So yeah. like, like he literally just talks to her about it. And then his mom calls him about it. So, which was interesting. I don't know if it's... I think it's just in general, everyone's into social media. I don't think um, it's that realistic, though. Wouldn't happen in two minutes, but yeah. No, yeah. Unless, unless everyone was stalking each other at the same time. At the same time, yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you think it was a reference maybe to like big families and that like that culture as well? Like everyone's uh, like everyone maybe in each, each other's other. noses. Yeah, yeah, everyone's in each other's noses. And I guess he's business. Yeah. And he's a celebrity as well. Yeah. In Singapore. So like everyone knows him. Yes. So maybe that's why. Like if it's like Prince Harry was Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. the same thing would probably happen. Like the Queen would get to know about it. That's <laughs> that's how the Queen got to know about me and Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know. And then it moves on to Singapore. So they catch a first class flight mm. to Singapore. And then she finds out that Nick is like crazy rich. Rich, yes. <laughs> He's like, we're comfortable. And she's like, that's what every rich person would say. <laughs> and then they they meet the groom and bride and spend some time with them. This, this was the part I felt it got a bit slow because it wasn't really like comedy or anything. It was just stuff happening. Yeah, and not th- not that relevant as well. It was oh yeah, it was kind well, of. Well, I thought it was but... nice because you got to meet 
get to know their characters a bit more, I think, like the, his friend and, you know, the people getting married because they don't really have a lot. Yeah, they don't really scenes, come back do again. It's just a few yeah. comedy scenes here and there, but like yeah. Bachelor Party. Yeah. bachelorette party so i like that and they seem so down to earth so we didn't actually really know what we were getting us yeah into. they're like eating street food yeah. but they're like billionaires yeah <laughs> so i think it was yeah. sort of playing things down and then boom like yeah meeting the crazy rich family <laughs> so then it she goes to her friend peak lynn which is aquafina's yes. character's house and she meets her family and then she, she finds out that the nick that she's dating is like one of the richest is, is from like yeah. one of the richest families in Singapore, and then you meet her brother. Yeah. I think it's her brother, right? Yeah, the, the one that keeps taking they, photos. Yeah. They kind of brush past this, but he's a sex criminal. Like he's a predator. He's just taking <laughs> pictures of women when they're not looking. Like they brush past <laughs> this really, really quickly. But he needs to be put in jail or on some kind of list. <laughs> like really, <laughs> really. At the end, he takes a picture of them and he's like, "I'll email it to you." It's like. Dude, you can't take pictures of women without them knowing. Yeah, that was a bit creepy. He's just so desperate, I think, to be in a relationship and really struggling to find a lady. He definitely needs to be put on some kind of list. Yeah. Don't let him near near any kids. (laughs) Yeah. And then they move on to his mansion. So he invites her to a party. I think it's with all these family members. Meets well, it's all just his... to meet the family. It's just to, yeah, pretty much meet, meet the family. A dinner to meet my family. And she meets all of them, including his mother, and she figures out that she obviously doesn't like her, even in the first meeting. Mm-hmm. But it's weird because she's not, like, blatantly no. hating on her. Like, she's very nice about it. Yeah. So it's a bit but weird. But she somehow yeah. comes <laughs> off. Yeah. <laughs> she somehow... But knows. it's... But, like... Women know this thing, know these things. They somehow pick up on it that guys would not pick up on these kind of things. I reckon it's a thing that happens. Well, I from that first scene, I actually didn't really know whether she liked disliked her or, her or yeah. not. Yeah, like she was overly formal. There was a bit of in. I guess the tone I got was more. Oh, whether this, you know, she didn't think it was serious. Maybe like it was a bit like, oh, you know, nice yeah. to meet you, as I would meet any other friend of. Nick. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah. You know, this is... is very polite. It was just overly polite and... Yeah. Just like, oh, this isn't going to last sort of vibe. But but in that scene, you find out that she's kind of out of her comfort zone because firstly, they bring her like a finger bowl and she tries to drink out of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, and then she meets his maid, I think, and she oh, thinks it's his grandma. Amma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Uh, well, at least she was dressed for the occasion because her friend helped her out. Yeah. Because she was actually going to rock up in her living So her friend... Is pretty rich her as well. Fred drives like, like an yeah. Audi R8. Yeah. Like, Dude, you're <laughs> fucking rich as well. Yeah. <laughs> and her house is like They're amazing, like but like these guys are just even more rich. So yeah, yeah. like a hundred yeah. times richer. So she doesn't have a great night, but that then it, she finds out that the grandma seems to sort of like her. I think she likes her. Well, she likes her more than the mum. And then we move on to the bachelor and bachelorette parties. This part was a bit weird. This part seemed over, it seemed over the top to me. Seemed a bit yeah. over the top. Yeah, it was just crazy. So she literally just meets the bride like two days ago, and she gets invited to the bachelorette party, and she goes. She doesn't have a great time yeah. because she they meets put a dead um, fish in her bed. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering what that was at first because I couldn't tell oh, what it was. The, yeah, like it looked like long fish, something. But it, yeah, it was a dead so. fish. She meets. Nick's ex, Amanda. Um, so she like makes like at first they seem to be really good friends and they seem to be getting along and then she like switches. She just changes. And then they're getting a massage and she just switches. Yeah, pretty much <laughs> like classic, classic evil turn of 2018. Yeah. Where the, a good character becomes bad. Yeah. Yeah. I did not see that. I actually coming. didn't see this one coming no, either. I didn't see that coming because she seemed alright. Like she yeah. you know, she also seemed to be a little bit over, you know. The- you guys aren't going to believe me, but I actually saw it coming. For some reason, I just <laughs> really? knew, it, I knew it was coming straight how away. How did you see it coming? What did, What gave it away? At the start, when she just meets her, how she's just lurking behind her. Then she's just like, oh, hey. And then it's a bit, she knows a bit too much about her. It's like, yeah, you, you, you're into Nick. Or I'm like, she's either into Nick or she's dated him before i knew it was coming ah okay i didn't see that one yeah i just thought she was a little bit like over the whole like the rich rich kid scene so she was just yeah. like standing in the corner but she's rich as well like yeah, pretty much everyone is. there yeah, was everyone rich there was yeah, yeah. <laughs> when she said she was their lawyer as well I'm like yeah it's yeah they they know each other they've known each other yeah i just found it funny that the bachelorette party it involved shopping oh. as well like a- <laughs> yeah a fully paid <laughs> shopping spree. Retail therapy and then... So I don't get why they were still fighting over it because they're not paying for it. Is it because they didn't uh, want to get their size or something? Just, yeah, just yeah. getting the best... Size or like best... best outfit because oh, it's yeah. just like one of everything. So uh, it's just getting the best haul, I guess. Yeah. That's what they were doing. Fighting over everything. Or maybe that's what they enjoy. 
<laughs> That's what they enjoy, the experience of shopping and fighting over bargains. Yeah. <laughs> and in contrast, the bachelor party. The bachelor party was fucked, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, so it's was... organized by Bernard Ty, which is uh, one of the guys in the grooms, uh, the groomsmen. The um, groomsmen that... Yeah, so I don't he's know why dick. he's in yeah. there. Like, no one really likes him. But he organizes a, a I think it's a ship, a fr- like a ship it's with... like a freight, uh, yeah. Yeah, and it's in international waters. So, like, they have to fly out of Singapore and go into waters. And it's in the middle of the ocean. And, yeah, it's just, it's very uh, extravagant and over the and top. And you also find out that Nick's cousins are all dicks. <laughs> They're yeah. all dicks. Yeah. <laughs> They're not very nice. Yeah, pretty much all of them. <laughs> yeah. The one with the two, was it three kids? Yeah, he's uh, not nice. He's not very that's nice. Yeah. And, and the, the other, other guy's one, not nice as well. The director. <laughs> the, the guy who's overly sexually driven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. not nice either. Yeah. Was, um, you know, uh, Esther, uh, sorry, Astrid's husband. Yes. Okay, he so this there. is. At the party? No. Okay. No. So that's yeah. the story that. I thought was you thought was not irrelevant. relevant, and if you take that whole section out of the movie, the movie does not change at all. And does it add all that much to the movie? Probably not. Like it adds a little bit. I feel like it's probably I... a bigger plot point in the book, in the and book. they kind of glazed yeah. over it in this because I think Astrid's character is a pretty important character yeah. in the book, and in this movie, she is sort of because she's the only one that. Rachel sort of likes in his family. Yeah, but like she's not in it all that much. And they kind of just brush over the fact that her husband's having an affair. An affair, yeah. And then it's like one scene you find out he's having the affair, the next scene they break up, and then it's just like, okay, they're not together anymore. Yeah. You don't, I didn't care I, that much about it. Yeah. Do you think that what they're sort of getting at with that is, was he rich? No, he's not rich. But he's like, not rich, They've yeah. obviously gone through all the hurdles that, we think Rachel and Nick Young are going to go through, but then things aren't as perfect as they sort of rich family sort of culture, how they're hushing it all up and they just can't be themselves and how that itself is an obstacle. I don't know. Maybe there's something deeper. And like you said, like in the book, I think they get into it a bit more. I reckon in the book, it probably worked. Maybe. Yeah. They sort of brushed a bit over it. There's a line that Rachel says as well, because they're like discussing um, her and Astrid are discussing about it. And then she's like, yeah, we had a lot of problems. Um, getting married yeah. and then Rachel's like yeah well but it's worth it after that yeah, and look, she kind of goes quiet yeah but it didn't I would say it's not that relevant to the whole movie because it, in that case if they're going to get to that plot point it would be like so why why is it worth getting with Nick and like is it all going to end up that well but the whole point of the story is that oh they're in love and they should be together not that oh they shouldn't be together just because they like each other because it's not going to work out so I felt like it was contrasting to what the movie wanted it to be. But I think they wanted to get at the fact that that guy that she did marry, he wasn't a very strong. Willed but, enough. Yeah. To, Whereas Rachel to, is. He didn't have what it so. takes to fight this family and like all yeah. the obstacles it brings and see it through. Yeah. Whereas Rachel had that that fierce, like yeah. that fighting nature. It doesn't come through that well. When but you yeah, watch it doesn't. Movie. You have to yeah. really think about you it. You have to and like analyze really it. analyze it. To the it, depths yeah. we are analyzing it too, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I think if you take that take that story point all out of the movie, it's about fifteen minutes shorter, and it would flow a lot better and work well. After the bachelor bachelorette scene, 
she's not very happy, but they end up making there's this dumpling scene. Oh, and then the mom goes major bitchy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what you didn't mention was the helicopters as well. They have helicopters that they flew. Yeah. Did you see where he landed the helicopter? He lands it on like this rock. It's not yeah. possible. It's not possible. <laughs> no, it's just like sitting. Uh, do you think that was CGI, wasn't it? Yeah. Or was that like, yeah, it would have been. No, I it's don't not possible. Yeah. He landed <laughs> on this like uneven rock. Right. Yeah. And it looked no. like it was going to tip into the ocean at yeah. any second. Yeah. <laughs> I, and during that scene, he basically tells his friend that he's going to propose as well. Yeah. But anyway, during the dumpling scene, Rachel sees the ring on his mother's mm. finger. Uh, which is her engagement ring. And the story behind that ring is, I think in their family, how it works is they get the ring from the mother yeah, yeah. to present it to their fiancé. But her mother, so, I mean... His her, mother. So his his grandmother, his Nick's grandmother, grandmother, Nick's grandmother, wasn't approving of Eleanor. So his father had to buy his own ring. Yeah, Nick's grandmother Eleanor. is the grandmother, by the way. That's the grandmother yes. in the movie. Yeah. No, the, the the mother that didn't approve of the mum is the the grandmother in the movie. Yeah. Because yeah. in that scene, she says something to her as well, and it's a bit like, those dumplings aren't properly okay, made, like you've lost yeah. your touch or something. Yeah, so it's yeah. always a bit critical, accepting. So it was kind of like they didn't get along, mm. so Eleanor doesn't want that to happen again or yeah. like oh i think also there's a bit of like i think the or she wants that how, to yeah, how the so as you said the grandmother does like or seem to like rachel and i think that sparks a bit of jealousy as well yeah and sort of fuels that sort of dislike but basically in that scene she tells rachel that she's not good enough i got to say though but if anyone was going to understand Rachel, don't you think it would be? It would have been mom? her. Like, yeah, yeah. the exactly. mum like be like on she's board with it. it. Could, could yeah. She's been through it, but she's like the most disapproving one, which kind of doesn't make sense to me. I feel like she should be the one that is the most approving. Approving, basically. yeah. Or she's just jealous, and she just didn't want it to work out as easily for. Yeah. You know, she went through that, so why should you know? Why should Rachel go through? Why it? should yeah. Rachel get everything when? Yeah. She didn't have it easy or well, maybe she doesn't she knows it's not going to be easy and she doesn't want rachel to go mm, through it so yeah. she's kind of sparing her i feel like we're thinking about we're, we're talking about this like we talk about a marvel movie we're like we really in depth. so much yeah it's, it's got in depth and then moves on to the wedding scene which i thought was very creative as well and she dresses up for it and she socializes with everyone at the wedding to make it look like um, i love that scene where she would fit her. in yeah and then there's a scene where they dressed her yeah, that was and fun. for some reason Aquafina's dad kept wanting her to wear this dress. No, no, no. That was her brother. I'm pretty no, sure. Dad. No, it was, it was, a, it was a dad. Um, yeah, <laughs> the dad's also a sex the... pest. Get the get the whole family in jail. They're all. I thought that was the brother, but I must have missed that. <laughs> the brother's there taking pictures. That's a bit odd. I yeah. don't know. I find that very odd. Get the ball in jail. Get the ball in jail. Yeah. And they trust a baggy's wife on the chair just randomly yeah. <laughs> at the end. It's it's a very odd scene. That reminded me a bit of, you know, Cinderella and like getting ready for the ball kind of thing. But yeah. you know, yeah, different way. But but the wedding scene I thought was very good. There's a line as well. They're like, it costs fifty million for the wedding or something, and it's like, oh, we don't spend yeah. more than twenty million oh for a wedding. Apparently, <laughs> we had twenty million lying around. <laughs> and then we start getting the plot twist. So during the, I think it's the reception for the wedding. Eleanor reveals that she sent a private investigator to look into Rachel's 
previous life and she finds out that her mum was well basically her father is still alive and her mum ran away from her father well not actually not her father her her mum ran away from her husband and had an affair with someone else yeah. who ended up being her father yes yeah and she she didn't know about that because her mum never actually told her about that and because of that they basically said Nick will have to stop mm. seeing Rachel that's when we yeah. see the turn in the grandma you find out the grandma's a bitch as well <laughs> yeah I thought she was so sweet and I thought she really would be supportive but she flipped the she, and, and then she flips on everyone she's like <laughs> yeah. she flips on Nick she's like I'm yeah. gonna disown you yeah. and then she flips on Eleanor she's as like, well she's like Eleanor this is all because of you <laughs> she just goes she goes rogue she's like I'm gonna I'm gonna flip on all you bastards yeah <laughs> And then Rachel's depressed for like... It looks like a couple days. It looks like a couple days. And then Nick arranges for Rachel's mother to fly to, to fly. Singapore. That was sweet. I thought yeah. that was nice. And we haven't t- talked about the her mother's character, like Rachel's mum. Yeah, well, we don't really know. We see her at the start and then we don't really see her till the end. So She doesn't have a massive role. But her mum comes. She decides to move on. And then Nick wants to meet her, so she does meet him, and he proposes to her. And we actually don't find out what happens in that scene. But in the next scene, which we wanted to talk about earlier, is the Mahjong scene. I don't, I don't know the rules of this game. I looked them yeah, up so, afterwards. Yeah. So basically, at the end, the mob flips her co- coins, and I'm like, oh, she's got a good hand, I reckon. <laughs> and then the chick flips her coins, I'm like, is that hand... Better than her hand? Like, yeah. who won? Yeah. I, I, no, don't so, know. I don't know what Mahjong rules are. Like, yeah. So what happens is that I think Mahjong rules, you're meant to get a, a set of three. It's Apparently it's similar to um, Rummy, like oh, okay. rules-wise. What's happening in the game is meant to mirror their conversation. So she tells her that Nick proposed to her and, and then they're basically playing the game. And then you find out that she rejected the proposal. And she says that the wife that he does get that Eleanor does approve of is because of a poor American called Rachel. Like, she says that. Yeah. And basically, she's holding a cube in her hand. And he, if she used that one, she would have won. But she gives it off so that Eleanor wins. So and then so Eleanor flips it and she, she's won. She's basically won. But then before, she, before Rachel goes, she flips hers. And it shows that if she had kept that tile, she would have won. So she kind of let Eleanor win, which is the point. what what happened in in terms of Nick. Okay, well, yeah, it would have made more sense if I knew the rules of mahjong, but I don't. I kind of knew what they were going for. What did she say? She said so. She said by me letting go of Nick, whoever he does end up with, he'll always remember me and resent you for it. If she accepts the proposal, then he'll resent her for taking away the mother. Yeah, the family. Yep. Yeah. And if he and if she doesn't accept, then he'll resent the mother. And then we get a. a... I liked that scene, by the way. Yeah. It just really showed her true strength, and also the mum. You know how the mum appears, like yeah, she's, she's just sitting the there. Time. Yeah, yeah. I, I really and she gives her a that. stare down yeah. just before it also she leaves. That she knows how to play mahjong, which is and it shows quite her good. upbringing, like just you know a strong single woman who's brought up this you know strong. Single daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Just the question the is, what was the, that they've gone through. What was the mom doing in the corner? Was she playing Mahjong as well? Or like, was she playing a different game? <laughs> yeah. like, why, what was she the doing? Second there? game of Mahjong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, is she just watching? Can you just watch? Is watching allowed? Well, the other two are watching. There's other two. Uh... No, they're playing as well. They just lost, though. 
they suck. She obviously picked the two worst mod. She's like, hey guys, who's the two worst Mahjong players here? <laughs> yeah, can I borrow you two? Yeah, we need you two. <laughs> yeah, we need you two. And then we get a rendition of Yellow in Chinese. Mm. Um, yeah. I like the that. music. So apparently like the that. director, John Wu, he had to write... Basically, they wanted to use this song, um, but in Chinese. And then they asked Coldplay, but Coldplay refused them to refuse them the rights to use the song. And then John Wu wrote a letter personally to Coldplay asking... John Wu. To... I thought it was John Chu. John Wu's the guy who directed Mission Impossible 2. Oh, yeah, no. John, John Chu. <laughs> John yeah. Chu. He, he wrote a letter to Coldplay and then they accepted it. So they used, they ended up using it in the movie. It would be funny if John Wu wrote the letter because what's he got to do with this movie? <laughs> <laughs> and then they basically it gets to the climax. A lot of these rom-coms end in an airport or airport, on an airplane. Yeah. And this was very cliche in the, in the way it ends as well. She's off on her economy flight. She's about to go back to New York. And then Nick comes in. And he tells her that how he would have proposed to her. Mm. Something very romantic, I can't remember. On an um, island, oh, I, yeah. I can't remember, yeah. And then he does propose to her on the on the flight and he proposes to her not with the ring that he bought her but with Eleanor's ring. Yeah, so that um, shows... And that shows yeah. that Eleanor did approve of it mm. in the end. And I guess that, that Mahjong scene, I think that obviously turned her because she must mm. have... Because she really respects someone who's good at Mahjong. Yeah, like, exactly. This is That's... what I want for my daughter-in-law. <laughs> Has to be good at Mahjong. That flipped her. Because uh, I think her whole point was that Americans don't respect their families enough and they just want to, they're all about their own achievements. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Rachel was able to sacrifice her own needs for Nick's family, I think that made her change her mind. And also probably that because that, she lost and Mahjong on purpose. So. She's a fighter. <laughs> She's a fighter, and I think that's what Eleanor yeah. ended up liking. A special shout out to the lady in the plane behind Rachel, oh, who gets very her. excited. <laughs> she's fat like, Asian yes, lady. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She was so random fat Asian. At first, she was really pissed off at Rachel. She's like, "Can you please move?" Well, then she got really into it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's she like hugging the mom and everything. She's probably at the engagement party at the end. Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to New York. That was hilarious. I love that. Mm. Then it ends with the their engagement party on Last um, night. Yeah. Marina Park Sands on the, on the top near the swimming pool. Yeah, that's a beautiful hotel. Yeah. <laughs> so it ends with that. And then we do get a mid credit scene with Astrid. So I had no idea who this person was. I had to look it up as well. I looked it up and found out who it was. So it's, apparently it's, his, uh, it's her ex-fiance. Oh, the, he's a rich okay. Because yeah. yeah. that's why, like, everyone in the audience was like, "Ooh!" Like, yeah, but how? And I had no idea. Have they read the book, or like, how? How are we meant to yeah. know? Because you never see him in the whole movie. There's no mention. There's no mention that she had an ex-fiance, let alone, let alone that. I would like to see a little bit more about her character, to be honest. And her character her got like yeah, not much. Side, but I thought she was quite. She would have been quite important if they had delved into it a bit more. I liked her. Maybe in the sequel, she's more important. Also, another thing, I expected the dad to show up at some point in this movie. I'm I'm like, the dad is going to show up. Yeah, you wanted that as the end credits. I wanted the dad as the end credits scene because I'm like, the mum's going to come around and then the dad's going to show up and he's going to be an arsehole. Well, there's still two more potential movies for that. They keep mentioning the dad, but he never shows. Like, dude, it's like your son's best friend's wedding. Why are you not here? 
so yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe in the sequel he shows up. You you wanted the guy from Skyscraper, guy Dark Knight. Skyscraper. Yeah, I thought he would be. I thought he would be a good. I dad. think he's a bit too young to be his dad, though. What? No, he isn't. He's old. Which which? No, he's not as old as his about? mom. I'm talking about the police officer dude in Skyscraper. Police officer Skyscraper dude. Oh, even he's not. He's not that old. Oh no, I think he would be. I think he would do fine. I thought you were talking about the Dark Knight dude. He's nah, not him. Young. Not him. Nah, yeah. he's too young. I reckon police officer Skyscraper. What dude. about Jackie Chan? Yeah. Oh. He's- <laughs> I think too old. Jackie Chan's too, too old. old. Yeah. For nah, he's not that old. He, he's Jackie like Chan's sixty. Like 60 yeah, I think he's too old. Yeah, Michelle. He's Michelle Yeo is fifty six. Michelle, yeah. Michelle Yeo's holding up well. Jackie Chan's not holding up. Yeah. That well. <laughs> yeah. she's holding up. Yeah, well. so it'll make yeah. sense in terms of the plot as well, because because he, his mum just hangs out at home, right? Whereas his dad's doing all the heavy lifting and doing all the work, so he <laughs> aged. Whereas his mum just stayed young. Um, yeah. <laughs> Look, yeah. I think, yeah, there's there's a lot of good Asian actors that could probably... Jet Li? Nah. Although Jet Li kind of looks like that guy. <laughs> he kind of looks like the, yeah, the son. Interesting. I guess we'll see. Well, well I, don't know, I don't know if the dad does play a part in the next, in the sequels. I, I guess I, he'd I eventually have to be in it, right? Huh? He'd eventually have to be in it. Surely. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I read, read the books, but I, I think yeah. I definitely... Will now and then maybe yeah. we'll see what happens. You yeah. could you could give us the download. I'll give you the uh the update. Yeah. yeah. But if they do have a sequel, it won't be till like twenty twenty. Yeah, I read today that they greenlit a sequel, but most of the actors are busy until twenty twenty, so they won't be able to make it before then. But they're gonna make one. I guess we can close up with our I guess I'll call it top three moments, top three characters. That you want to mention. I've got Michelle Yeoh and Constance Wu. So their scenes. Aquafina's jokes. Or just her family in general. And just the overall, I guess, how everything's grand and uh, colourful. I, I thought that was a highlight of the movie. What would your top three moments slash characters be? I definitely did not prepare for this, so I am going to <laughs> I am going to come up with stuff on the spot. Mahjong scene, just because I love some mahjong. <laughs> yeah, mah- yeah, not not because of the conversation, just the mahjong. Is <laughs> very, very. Uh, <laughs> for me, it was a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I liked the grand the grand parts and the sets. They were really cool, and I'm gonna say the comedy. The comedy was pretty good overall yeah it's not overly it doesn't have a lot of comedy i would say it's not Christ, but it has its light light moments Mm. yeah 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 Yeah. which i I also like the guy we mentioned it before oliver the uh guy who helps dress her as well yeah i thought he was pretty funny the wedding we didn't talk about that that spectacular wedding yeah well we we (laughs) mentioned it yeah that was uh Uh, next level yeah. yeah That with wouldn't be able to happen though. That's obviously CGI. You can't yeah, have a with water the water that comes up. Yeah. Unless, because they, yeah, there was no pit to enclose the water. Like it wouldn't, it would have just gone under all their chairs. <laughs> yeah, everyone's feet would have just gone in. They would have been pissed And their off. dresses and everything, yeah. 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 I really liked the humor. So okay. Aquafina, yeah, loved, loved her yeah. character. And what else? Oh, I loved, yeah, the Mahjong scene. I really liked it. I think I liked it. Uh, as opposed to Thorne, <laughs> who was concentrating on the game. I really enjoyed just that, uh, the discussion between, you know, Rachel and Eleanor brought out her true 
you know, strength. And yeah, I just, I thought that was a very crucial point in the film. Who was your favourite character? My favourite, oh, that's a tricky one. I really liked... Astrid? Rachel? I liked Rachel. Okay. Astrid's husband? No, I didn't like him. <laughs> Bernard Ty. I liked Rachel. He's my favourite character. <laughs> I liked Rachel, I think, yeah. I just, you know... I liked her character's personality and it was just very relatable. I liked Henry Golding. Yeah, he was good too. And it's hard, I liked it's hard uh, choice. Like I would say they're all Yeah. Really as in I liked he he was he's just seemed like a nice guy. Yeah. Very likable. Yeah. Well, yeah. they were saying in one of the interviews the camera just loved him and yeah. every scene he did was just spot on <laughs> for like his debut film. <laughs> and I also liked Aquafina. Yeah, a, I liked her. Yeah. I probably say You know there's a a, a brand of I think it's like spring water or something. That's called Aquafina. Yeah, is there? Yeah, <laughs> there is. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I've had it before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's spelled different though. That's like aqua. Yeah, like, as in Aquaman. Aquafina. Whereas this is aqua. A- aqua. Aquafina. Yeah. Aquafina. Yeah. Aquafina. I think it's Aquafina. 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 Yeah. I, they say Aquafina. It's spelled Aqu. Yeah. Yeah. A W. Ah. All right. Well. I guess that's all we had to say about Crazy Rich Asians. So it looks like we all had a good time. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's good to finally see a movie where Asians aren't stereotyped. Yeah. I really like that. And I look forward to more. More of not just Asian, but like different cultures. Like there's, you know, different like... Yeah. Well, this year we've had Black Panther yeah. and, and, and this movie. Too, yeah. yeah. There's actually this movie on Netflix at the moment. If you haven't seen it, it's called To All The Boys I've Loved. I think I may have got that name wrong. But yeah, it's basically, uh, it's like a rom-com as well, I guess, but teenagers. And the female leads are half Asian in that as well. So it's good to see a couple of movies that are coming out like this. It's actually a pretty good movie as well if you want to watch it. I watched it the other day. It's not bad. Okay. I'll check it out. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I guess that's all we had in terms of Crazy Rich Asians. Will, did you have any news that we can quickly skim through? Quickly go through. Ben Affleck's in rehab. Have you heard about that? Yeah, I heard about that, yeah. Yeah. Apparently Jennifer Garner drove him there. Yeah, she did. Alcohol addiction. Yeah, so um, he's not going to be so Batman he's not going to be Batman. Not going to be Batman. There's the news about James Bond, Danny Boyle leaving yeah, as director. Left. Yep, yeah, so it's been put on hold. Yeah. Kind of good, because I don't want to see another Daniel Craig, James Bond movie. So I'm hoping but I think Daniel they're still going to do Daniel Craig, I think. I'm hoping Daniel Craig steps away, because yeah. he only agreed to do it because Danny Boyle was going to direct. But now that No, Daniel but Boyle... apparently they had creative differences, like him and Danny Boyle. Because oh, really? Daniel Craig's also a producer, and apparently Danny Boyle was just doing like stuff that wasn't related to the other movies. Like, he was doing it more as a standalone. And I think they wanted it to be related to the a other Daniel Craig movies. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I liked Casino Royale and Skyfall's okay, but the rest of them I'm not a fan of. Yeah. Spectre yeah. Was, wasn't great. Anything else? Guides of the Galaxy 3 got put on hold. Yep. Yeah, that's so expected. I don't know if that's yeah. going to happen anymore. Yeah. At all? Or just... Uh, yeah, like at, at all. all. Yeah. yeah. Mm, okay. Mm. 
Well, is it because their last one didn't do too well? No, it's no. The last one did pretty well. It's because the director got fired uh, because he had some uh, questionable tweets. Black Panther's trying to go for the Oscar, not yes, not the. Uh, did you not hear the about popular. the new Oscar category? Yeah, yeah. So, so it's going to be two. There's going to be a popular, like a most popular movie, which they're introducing at the Oscars, and still the best picture. So I think it's it's. There's a couple of things happening here. It's an in it in an attempt to get more people to watch the Oscars because a lot of people just stop watching them because the movies that they do award are movies that no one's really watched. Like art house sort of. Yeah, like the movies that win Best Picture are yeah. typically not movies that everyone has watched. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to introduce popular category yeah. to try to award movies that are popular, but nice. people find that a little bit um, condescending. Or? Yeah, because. They're saying that you're popular, but you're not good, in in a way. So I think, basically, this year what's happened is there hasn't really been great movies till date, and the best movie that's probably deserves to win an Oscar is Black Panther, but they don't give awards to movies like Black Panther typically. Mm-hmm. So the people on the Academy are primarily old white men, and they yeah they like movies like. The Revenant and stuff like that, which is shot very well. But to kind of get over that, not giving an award to Black Panther, they've kind of said, oh, we've got this popular category. But now what they're doing with Black Panther is they're trying to go for the best picture anyway, (laughs) just to stuff them over. And Infinity War is going to get the popular. Ah, okay. Don't know if Black Panther will end up getting the Oscar anyway. I think they'll probably give it to an art house film in the end. Still, Probably. Because yeah. they, boy, do the Oscars love their art house films. <laughs> yeah. And also, did you see the new trailer for The Predator? No. No, I haven't watched I saw the new poster. It's like this the heat vision camera or something of the, of the Predator. I think it looks good. I think it looks good. When's it coming out? Two weeks. The last trailer especially I thought was pretty good. It's got lots of blood, guts. Okay. Is it uh, um, R-rated or? Yeah, it's R-rated. Well, that weekend we uh, there's a couple of movies coming out that weekend, so we'll have to decide what we what we do. What else is coming out that week? Christopher Robin. Oh yes. Ooh, and Teen Titans Go. I think Predator Predators will be the biggest one that weekend. Is it the Predator Predators? I think it's the Predator. The Predator. Yeah, yeah. Just while we're talking about movies that we watched during the week, we also watched a Japanese anime called Mirai. Oh, you watched it, yeah. We did watch it, it, so um, it was quite good. It's not like, it's not as trippy as Spirited Away, but it has... It's still pretty trippy. It has elements of that. It's basically about a a young boy who was the only child, and then they have another child, and he has a sister, and it's basically about his... How he goes from being the only child to being one of two, and all the attention is to the baby, so he's all jealous. Yeah, and it's story. it's basically his story about how he that and little lessons he learns. Yeah, just stuff that he learns about his family and yeah, um, it was interesting. Is it worth it, watching, yeah, it is worth watching. Yeah. I don't know if I'd watch it again in the cinemas. <clears throat> it's very different to Spirited Away in that Spirited Away, yes, it's trippy, but there's a there's a direct storyline, like you know, there's her story at Chihiro, and like it's it's a story pretty much. Whereas this one, it's just I feel it's more snippets, like different scenes, like it changes from one scene into 
different scenes very quickly. Like yeah. it's not a uh, yeah. It's kind of like a series of um, imaginations or visions events that, that happen yeah. rather than. But I still think it's worth a, a worth a watch. It's entertaining though. It's cute. <laughs> it's good for kids. I it's think. good for kids, yeah. 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 And just seeing his reaction as a or two or three year old, like how they behave, I think. Yeah. With this loss of attention, yeah. it's funny. There are definitely some parts yeah. that made me laugh. <laughs> In terms of my ratings, I'd probably give it a watch at some stage, like on streaming. It depends if you're into anime. If you're not yeah. into that sort of thing, then you might not enjoy it. But if you are, you'd probably will enjoy it. Yeah. It's probably, yeah, watch, not on, yeah, not at the cinemas, yeah. but uh, watch on. Well, it's not a wide release anyway, it. so a lot of people won't be able to watch it at the cinema. Yeah. So, well, there was only yeah. one show yeah. showing for the whole day when we went to see it. And there was yeah. not, the theatre wasn't even full Yeah, when we did see it. It was like 15 mm. people mm. max. So next week we've got The Nun, and you'll be here as well in person. Yeah, I'll be in And before we go, I should thank Kavya. Yeah. For her valuable insights on uh, uh, and her rom com knowledge uh, for this <laughs> review. Because really typically we wouldn't review movies like this. So if we were ever going to, we'd probably need yeah. your uh, help anyway. Expertise. So if we ever do, if we ever do another rom com, you can definitely join us on the yeah. podcast again. And hopefully, you reach a wider audience because of firstly reviewing a rom com and you being on the podcast. Yeah. So thank you very <laughs> <Hopefully>. much. <laughs> we'll see. So. If you want to reach out to us, you can find us on Twitter at at CRecalibration. Send us an email at cognitiverecalibrationpodcast at gmail.com. And we are also on Instagram where you can see what's coming up in terms of our movies. So I posted one about Crazy Rich Asians this week. So you can find us at Cognitive Recalibration on Instagram. And we are now available on all podcast platforms. So whatever your favorite podcast platform is, you'll find us on there. All right. Anything else we want to mention? Nah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> All right. Okay, cool. We'll see you guys next week for The Nun then. All right. See you guys later. See ya. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.